Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, by whose hand we are given new birth, by whose speaking, speaking we are given new life. Joined, into Christ, joined to Christ in the waters of baptism, we are welcomed, restored, and supported as citizens of the new creation. Let us give thanks for the gifts of baptism. Holy God, holy and merciful, holy and mighty, you are the river of life. You are the everlasting wellspring. In mercy and might, you have freed us from death and raised us with Jesus the firstborn of the dead. In baptismal waters, our old life is washed away, and in them we are born anew. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, you hold together all things in heaven and on earth. In your great mercy, receive the prayers of all your children, and give to all the world the spirit of your truth and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now it's time for our children's message. I found some great imagery when I was looking through Sundays and Seasons this morning that I wanted to share with you guys. Love and nurture, mothering and magnets. Permanent magnets, those that hold their own magnetic charge, are able to impart magnetism to certain metals, rendering them temporarily magnetic. How does that compare to church? How do our own relationships serve as connections by which the Holy Spirit reaches through the church into the wider world? How do we hold Jesus' love and spread it to those we connect with? I want you guys to think about that this week. How are you a magnet to God's love, and how do you share that with others? Let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for your love and the love of your Son. Remind us that we are filled with that love and called to spread it to others. Amen. Jesus said to the disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live, 
you will also live. On that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The word of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. So I'm going to ask uh, some questions of those who are or have been and love. Uh, I mentioned this ahead of time because if your beloved is in the room or is likely to watch the stream, you know, um, you better own up to being in love. So who here, having said that, who here is or has been in love? Okay. Thank you. Those of you who have had that experience, how do you know? Heart beats faster. Your heart beats faster, okay, physiologically. Now, so if I go jogging, I'm, am I in love? <laughs> if I go jogging. Um, <laughs> if, if I exercise, am I in love? No, not. So my heart beats faster. It's, it's one thing that happens. It's not necessarily the way I know, though. How else might I know? It's just a feeling inside you. Just a feeling inside you. Before, is it, are there other ways that you know? By the way, before I move on. You think about them all the time. You think about them all the time. Yeah. You don't always think what they want you to be thinking, but you think about them all the time. You just know. It's just something you know. And before you have that experience, People tell you, you just know. And you're like, thanks a lot. That is not helpful. How do, I, how do I know if I'm in love? How do I know if this is it? How do I know if this person is, is, is the person that I'm going to fall, fall in love with? And people who are in love or have been in love say, yeah, you just know. Think about them all the time. Your heart beats faster. You want to spend time with them. You care about them. You care about them their interests and their wishes. But ultimately, you just know. Can you fall, like, decide, I'm going to fall in love and make it happen? No. You can do things that might create opportunities. You can, can, Set yourself up to fall in love, but you can't make it happen. Can you force love if it's not there or reciprocated? Nope. You can get people to say they love you back or maybe even think it, but you can't make somebody else love you. And it's not because, oh, well, this is better than, than somebody else's behavior or I did X, Y, Z right instead of doing ABC. Those can, again, make it easier. But at the end of the day, it happens because you encounter something in the other, in your beloved, that connects. And that connects with this profound, overwhelming feeling that can't be well-described, 
You know, how many thousands of songs are written about it? How many thousands of years have people been writing poems and creating art around it? But it's still something that you know. In the Gospel today, Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Now, it's a different kind of love here. This is not in love, so the in love is analogous, it's not the same. Uh, but if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate. Another advocate, that implies that Jesus is an advocate. Advocate is one who walks alongside a person. And, or group of people, often unrecognized, very seldom appreciated. I mean, think about people who do advocacy work. They're usually up against systems, powerful people, decisions that, that oppress the vulnerable. And so people who do advocacy are standing up for the vulnerable. So Jesus, as advocate for humanity, stands up for humanity, is crucified for humanity, and we are still in the Easter season, is, is crucified and resurrected for humanity. But he says, I will not leave you orphaned. And this is, this is told in John before the crucifixion. So he's telling, telling the disciples, I'm going to go away, but you'll receive another advocate. And how are you going to know him? Because he abides with you. That's how you'll know. You'll know because it'll be in you. Now, John has this way of folding, folding uh, the gospel. So the, the beginning, this is one of those textual, textual analysis things where the, in, in the beginning of the gospel, there are activities and explanation. And then in the second half of the gospel, there's explanation and events. But also in this passage, it's folded in. Jesus is saying, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Sometimes we think of that as the kind of if-then that uh, this is how you prove that you love me. But it doesn't say in order, in order to prove that you love me. It's not that kind of if you love me, you've got to prove it to me. Same way the cat you know, says, if you love me, you'll open the door. If you love me, you'll open the door. If you love me, you know. Um, it's not that kind of if you love me. It's just a fact. And if you love me, that love is in you. you. You can't create it. You can't create it by following the commandments. It's because of that love that you follow the commandments. And then it says, I'll send you another. I won't leave you alone. And the world can't receive him. Again, this is not because... The world is somehow prohibited from receiving. It's that the world is mired in distractions. This is talking about the world that, uh, that turns away, that embraces brokenness, cannot receive him or know him, but you know because he abides with you. I will not leave you orphaned. So now we're, that's the coming into Jesus. I will not leave you open. In a while, the world will no longer see me, but you will. Why? Because I live in you. How do you know? Because you've encountered me. And in me, you've encountered the love of God. And in encountering the love of God, you receive the Holy Spirit. 
And then because of those things, you'll keep my commandments. On that day, you will know I am in my Father, and you in me, etc. I'm going to take it backwards, because I'm saying it's, it's, it's focused on the center. So backwards. I will love them and reveal myself to them. So first, Jesus reveals himself to us. Then, those who love me will be loved by my Father. Or, backwards, by my Father I am loved, so that I may love them. And those who love me will keep my commandments. It says, and, and um, they will have my commandments and keep them. Are those who love me backwards? Those who love me will keep my commandments. Do you see where I'm going? That, that, that it's, it's not here. It sounds as though, or we can read it as though, uh, because you keep my commandments or because you follow my commandments or because you've tried to receive the Holy Spirit, or because you have in some way acknowledged this presence that's impossible to describe, despite thousands of years of trying to describe it and thousands of hymns trying to describe it, it's impossible to describe the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. You know it because you encounter the Holy Spirit and that is what enables you to follow the commandments. Hear this as a promise that it will happen. It will happen. It will happen. You cannot force love. You cannot force resurrection. You cannot force the alleluia of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and the joining with Christ in it. But open yourself to receive it, it will happen, and it completely transforms the way you experience life, like being in love. Now, I don't expect people to think about the Holy Spirit all the time, like if you do their beloved, and I hope it doesn't make your heart race, um, but it's that kind of transformation. It changes the way you experience life. It makes the experience of the other matter, all of the other in our lives. It makes what matters to them matter. It makes you willing to care about what's going on in other people's lives so that that advocate that advocates for you dwells in you to advocate for another. <coughs> Pray for it to happen. Experience it when it does happen. Allow it to be for you. Whatever it is that God needs to work in you, because it will change. When, when Paul talks to the Areopagus, you know, uh, Athens is a college town, right? Uh, people like to debate, people like to, to have, talk theory and philosophy, and then there's this, this uh, unknown, uh, uh, what do you call it, statue to the unknown God, and, and it's great, it's a, just a great sermon. Because the Athenians are trying to think their way into salvation. And Paul says, let God transform you into salvation. So today we celebrate the indwelling of, of 
The Holy Spirit, just so you know, Thursday is coming Ascension, and next week is Pentecost, when we celebrate the Holy Spirit coming to the community. In between now and then, I invite you to just stop and recognize if you have those moments that say, oh, that's how I know, because I just might ask you about it next week. Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks for Christ and for promising not to leave us alone, even in this time where many of us are lonely. Allow us to trust that you are always present, every moment, every day, from before our birth to after our death. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. confess our beliefs together. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, from God, light from light, true God from true God, Begotten, not me, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. 
On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He is spoken to the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. United in the hope and joy of the resurrection, let us pray for the church, the world, and all that is in need. God, our faithful companion, you promised to never leave us and to send us your spirit to guide us in the wisdom and truth. Send your people into the world to serve as mirrors that reflect and magnify your love. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. All the earth sings praises to you. Grant your care to the creatures, plants, and places that are suffering, and equip us to respond to their song. Make us agents of restoration and refreshment for all your beloved creation. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You call all people to the world, your children, Judge the nations justly, show mercy to all who are oppressed, and speak truth to power through your prophets. Hear us, O God. Nurturing Lord, you sent your spirit to grant us peace. Make your presence known to those who feel abandoned or alone, and to all who are sick or grieving. Hear us, O God mercy is great. You hold us in your loving care. We pray for mothers and mother figures. Console all who long to be mothers, children estranged from their mothers, anyone growing near the death of a mother, and mothers who have lost a child. Support all to whom this day is difficult. Hear us, O God. Nurturing God, Build up the faith of presiding Bishop Elizabeth Eaton, Alaska Synod Bishop Shelley Wickstrom, Bishop Teresa Moran, Moon uh, Lysa of our sister synod, the Alaska Southeast Cluster, Pastor Karen Perkins, and Faith Lutheran Delta Junction. Hear us, O God. For what else do the people of God pray? Almighty God, you give life and breath to all things. We give 
thanks for the Apostle Matthias and all your saints. Sustain us by your love until we join the saints in glory. Hear us, O God. Rejoicing in the victory of Christ's resurrection, we lift our praise and prayers to you, Almighty and Eternal God, through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Generous God, in this meal you offer your very self. We give thanks for these gifts of the earth. In the breaking of this bread, reveal to us the risen one. In the pouring of this wine, pour us out in service to the world. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespass, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We announce our mission statement together. The mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. The God of all who raised Jesus from the dead, bless you by the power of the Holy Spirit to live in a new creation. Amen. And we join together in our sending hymn.
Go in peace. Serve the risen one. Thanks be to God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see. <laughs>